0: Hey guys, I am so glad to be launching season three of this podcast today. I missed you in about month since I last spoke with y'all, but it is my pleasure to be back talking about things of God and things of the world. Let's check it out. This is the Gaining My Perspective podcast, and you're hanging here with me, Wendy Cunningham. You're here to get empowered, inspired, informed, and encouraged as we navigate the everyday journey of this crazy life. Stick around, because we're going to laugh, and we're going to learn. And above all else, we're going to gain perspective. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? It has been a minute. I say that every time, don't I? But it really has. It's been since last year that I have recorded a podcast. Yes, it is the end of January, so that is not as dramatic as it sounds, but in the very least, it is true. It has been since the end of the year, and I'm excited to be back. I cannot believe to say that this is the beginning of season three and my seasons are just year (laughs) one year so 2021 was season one 2022 season two 2023 kicking off season three I just it's just nutty it's just nutty that I have been doing this almost every single week with a few exceptions for two years now and to think I've been off social media for two years now Speaking of social media in the context of Facebook and Instagram, the main ones, right? Um, I am on YouTube, if you guys do not yet know that. I am over at, at Raising Cunninghams on YouTube, and we have a vlog, and we have over 150 videos on there now. I've actually been posting every single day a little quick video about our life here homesteading in Tennessee, homeschooling, farming hunting raising kids all the adventures we go on so if you're interested in that please please go over and give us a subscribe and even if you feel like you're mildly interested in that please please go over and give us a subscribe over there so that is my way of contributing content to the wide web uh which is on youtube so that's new-ish as of the end of last year. So please, please check that out. And of course, we've got the podcast. And of course, I want to hear from you always, Wendy Cunningham at ProtonMail.com. I love your thoughts, your prayers, your questions, your comments. If you hate what I'm talking about, here's what's great for me. And my mom is really good at this. She always asks me, can you explain X? Like whatever is happening in the, that moment in culture, in politics, in regards to the covid or what have you she will text me and be like like for example can you explain why kevin mccarthy is being voted on 100 million times in the house i'm like absolutely that's a great idea i will explain to you so that often prompts me to do a podcast right i have a couple of really great ideas the reason there's been a delay is i've been so busy in january you guys i have already been all the way across the Dane globe to Maui from Tennessee to Maui is like a hundred million years on an airplane. In case you're wondering, it's very similar to flying to Europe. Actually in the event, um, when we went because of the crazy storms that were happening off the coast of California for like two weeks, we were, we had such a bad headwind that it actually delayed the flight both from, um, Nashville to, we layovered in Vegas and then Vegas to Maui. Both of those flights were extended extra long because of the amount of wind that was coming at us as we were flying out that direction. And so we were on the plane for 100 million years. And then, of course, coming back, it was way quick because the wind was at our tail. And so that was quite nice. But I've been to Maui with my daughter. My daughter and I went. It was for my business, a meeting that we have every January in Maui. I know it's really a rough, rough gig. Um, my daughter actually chose to be baptized while we were in Maui, and I got to do the honors of actually baptizing her in the ocean, my goodness gracious, which she completely sprung on me, which is totally her style, and it ended up being super magical and awesome, and that will be on the vlog in just a couple of days, so again, head on over, shameless plug, and subscribe to our vlog so you can see our Maui adventures, and you can see what the boys were up to on the farm while we were away, but I've already been. To Maui. I've already had my sister and brother-in-law and nephews here for a week visiting in Tennessee. And I'm about to leave in just a couple of days back to California for a couple of days with my youngest son. We're going to do Disney. Do not judge me. Okay, you know what? Judge me. Because I'm totally judging myself that I'm going to Disneyland. Fully judging. Feeling all of the self-shame that I would compromise on my morals and support Disney for one minute, but it is one day and I'm going to do it because my son does not remember going to Disneyland. And that breaks my heart because there is, or I should say was, there was, is slash magic at the parks. There's no more magic in the shows. There's no more magic on the channel or Disney plus there's no more magic in the movies, but there is still magic at the park, specifically Disneyland. I just have a place in my heart for it. But please feel free to join me in judgment of myself for compromising for that one day. It is perfectly fine and allowed. So there you go. I'm not perfect. I'm not as consistent as I would love to be. But I'm about to do that, and that'll be on the vlog also. So it has just been a nutty, nutty January. That is the reason why I have been a little bit silent on the podcast. But I'm excited to be back And be with you here. And I want to talk to you guys today, just kind of briefly, about my word for the year and my word for last year. So last year, and I did a podcast on this at the beginning of 2022, a little bit more in depth about the power of choosing a word and the lens through which you look at your year and how God can really use that. And for last year, this is the the warning slash blessing (laughs) in choosing a word. Last year, I chose the word faith. Now, nowhere in my brain when I chose that word, did I expect to have one of the most challenging years of my adult life, perhaps. I did not expect that when I chose the word faith. But when you think about it, how is your faith grown? I mean, what would scripture say? Your faith is grown by trials. <laughs> Your faith is grown. What is faith, right? Faith is depending on God when you cannot see, like, the evidence of what is hoped for, right? Um, I totally misquoted that verse in Hebrews, but you get it. It's, it's uh, check it out in Hebrews, the, the definition of faith that I love. It's like the, the evidence of things hoped for, the something of things not yet seen. I think it's evidence of things not yet seen. I'm terrible at memorizing scripture. But I do love that verse. And uh, faith is basically believing in what you can't see, depending on what you can't see, what you cannot physically touch, right? So how else are you going to grow your faith? You're going to walk through some trials. And my goodness gracious, January 3rd, 2022, I found myself in the ER with, I thought I was having a heart attack or something, Um Yes, there was a lot of anxiety wrapped up in that. Once you feel your heart doing weird things, then I did, in fact, have an anxiety attack, which, of course, amplified the whole situation. And in the end, after about five hours in the ER, um, in the middle of the night, I think we arrived at close to 11 p.m., me and my children and my husband. We called an ambulance, the whole shebang, fully thought I was dying. I got on the heart monitor. They recognized there was a little bit of a thing happening in my heart, but and basically to generally quote the ER doctor to me that evening, he said, I see what you're talking about. I cannot stop it, but it's not going to kill you. And he sent me on my way home. And the it's essentially heart palpitations, but there's also an arrhythmia that was uncovered, blah, blah, blah. But it's to leave the hospital and to go home, exactly how you arrived at the hospital with no answers. It really began for me a journey last year that continues to this very moment of trying to discover, um, I guess, how awful the medical system is and how wonderful non-traditional medicine is or naturopath or uh, chiropractor, chiropractic. Um, There's so many alternatives to the traditional medical space. Now, of course, given 2020 and 2021, this kind of led me into 2022 with I should have known better, right? I should have known not to depend entirely on the traditional medical space because they have screwed up priorities and conflicts of interest and they're very money motivated. And the answers are not always, you know, solutions. Rather, um, let me give you a pill or a drug or a medical procedure to, you know, cover up or adjust the symptom, but not ever really discovering the root cause. All this to say, that's a little bit of context to to tell you that my 2022 was a lot of medical tests, a lot of unanswered questions, a lot of, you know, fear. And a lot of faith growth, just a tremendous amount of faith growth. So in the end, I can look back and be really grateful, as James says, right, to consider it pure joy when you face trials of many kinds. Oh, there you go. There's a correct scripture quote. Consider it pure joy. I can actually look back and feel joyful about the trials of last year because it did grow my faith. It grew my character. It grew me in perseverance of my faith. Um, And you, oh my gosh, my dependence on God, my very closest friends, my Christian sisters would totally, you know, testify that this is true, that that year was just a marker in growth of faith for me. And it's, it's ongoing. It hasn't ended. I don't have all the answers. I do believe I am, I am on the path to healing and wellness with naturopathy and chiropractic care. I have answers. I have solutions for root causes. We're uncovering a lot of different things that are actually not very serious but can cause serious symptoms. All those things. Praise God for that. Please email me if you want more information on that or if you want um, some referrals because it has just been such a blessing in terms of information and understanding and just a compl- uh, an entirely different perspective. Here we are gaining my perspective on how I look at my body and the way that it functions and how I will approach medical care in the future for my whole family. So again, a little bit of tangeny, but you got to get the context for my word last year and how that manifested and how that grew my faith and, and the blessings that come from that. So I say be cautious when you choose a word, but I also want to encourage you to choose a word that is going to challenge you, right? That is going to, you You might be afraid of it a little bit. So already in this year, in this month of this year so far, my word for 2023 is prayer. I felt it come to me in maybe November, December of 2022, I felt like Holy Spirit really told me, I want you to be a prayer warrior even more so than you think you are. I have grown in prayer, but not nearly the way that I know the Bible speaks about the power of prayer. Um, Really being a petitioner of the heavenlies or um, intervene and intercede in the supernatural. I want to do that more and I believe in that and I've seen the power of that and I know that that's what I need for my own healing and for the healing and and salvation of people around me. And so I wanna encourage you into that. Whether or not you choose prayer as your word, I wanna just encourage you to join me in growing your prayer life. And I mean that in all ways, like physically getting on my knees more to pray, You know, often, daily, praying in my heavenly language, um, praying without ceasing. And that's kind of where I'm leading with this story today is when I don't love to fly. Okay, so this is how prayer has already manifested in my life in the last month. I don't love to fly. And as I already said, going to Maui is a hundred million years on an airplane. And so I had to get on the airplane. I, the last time I was meant to fly was back in July of 2022. And sadly, anxiety got the best of me. And as I was on my way to be dropped off at my friend's house, I was going to spend the night at her house. And in the, in the morning, she was going to take me to the airport because my family was leaving town to go to Iowa. I um, was, I had an anxiety attack. And my husband did not feel confident leaving me to go on this trip on this airplane because he was leaving town. And so he's like, I can't come back and get you (laughs) if you don't get on the plane. So I went to Iowa and I didn't go to Vegas, which is where I was supposed to go on the plane. And I was really discouraged. But again, this was in the midst of the year where my health was just a big fat question mark. I did not know what was happening with my heart. I did not know why it was coming and going you know, what was causing these other symptoms. At that point, I was having a lot of chest pain. Um, again, the arrhythmias, all the different things. And so that caused me to be very, very fearful and <laughs> not very faith filled, sadly. But again, that's how God, that, those are the mechanisms that God used to grow my faith. That was a time in last year where I chose fear over faith, 100%. But here's the deal. I used to think that fear was the antithesis of faith, right? It was the opposite of faith. But fear is just the mechanism that the enemy uses. And this is scriptural because God does not give us a spirit of fear. That is from the Bible. Um, Perfect love casts out all fear. So when we are fully in love with God, we're not meant to be afraid. He can cast that out through his Holy Spirit in our bodies, right? Right. So there are ways that we can combat fear. We know that he has overcome the world. Like we don't have any reason to fear. We do not have a spirit of fear. So we know that when we feel fear, it is not from God. It is from the enemy. I used to think that fear was the antithesis to faith, but no fear is the mechanism the enemy uses when we doubt, doubt, doubt. Is actually the antithesis of fear and this is exemplified I just was reading in Matthew not a day or two ago about Peter getting out of the boat and walking on the water right so we have this example and it says in Scripture that Peter saw the storm and the waves and became afraid right and the Lord had already said Jesus had already told him don't be afraid so he steps out on the boat and what is he doing he's successfully walking on water originally Peter Not Jesus. Peter. He's walking on the water. And it says he sees the storm and the waves and he becomes afraid. So what does the storm and the wave do? It makes him doubt. And then fear comes. Fear doesn't come and then he doubts. He doubts and then fear comes. So this is again scriptural. The Bible says more than one time to believe and don't doubt. Believe and And don't doubt that you can move the mountain and the mountain will be moved, right? Believe and don't doubt. And what I recognized through my year of faith or or growing in my faith is that I doubt. I have faith, but I doubt. (laughs) I believe, but I doubt. So it's getting to that place. And again, it says, I believe in Mark, Lord, help my unbelief, right? Right we see that prayer i understand that prayer i have prayed that prayer lord i prayed it this morning help my unbelief lord help my unbelief that i can be aligned right so this all comes through prayer this is all co- this is connected right it all comes through prayer so i'm on the plane i have faith in god i have faith that I know all the statistics about flying. I know the reasons that I'm not supposed to be afraid of flying. I know that turbulence is like never a reason a plane crashes. And, you know, yes, I also know there was a Hawaiian flight back in November where the turbulence caused like 38 serious injuries because people were not buckled and it caught them off guard and all the things. I know. I know a lot. I know too much, too much information about flying. Well, let me tell you, I'm on the plane and my prayer always when I'm on on a plane and it starts to get turbulent or when we're landing or whatever, and it's just rough, or I'm just feeling uncomfortable, y'all know, I'm, I'm sure you've had a moment on a plane where you've been a little unsure. My prayer is keep me calm, keep me safe, keep me calm, keep me safe. Lord, keep me calm, keep me safe. I just like almost chant it in my brain. Keep me calm, keep me safe. And so when we are in Vegas, we make it from Nashville to Vegas for our layover. We pick up my mom who also went to Nashville, or I'm sorry, went to Maui with us. So it's my daughter, myself, and my mom. And we're in the Vegas airport on our layover. My mom flew from SAC to Vegas, so we're connected. And an announcement comes over the loudspeaker and says, for our flight, if y- please go to the restroom at the airport because once you board the plane, you will not be allowed to stand up for the first two hours of the flight because we are expecting a tremendous amount of turbulence as we fly through the storm, basically, that was off the coast of California. Okay. So first of all, I'm in Vegas. That's not like I'm in Nashville. It's not like I can be like, you know what? (laughs) I'm not about that. I'm just not going to get on the plane because I possibly would have been tempted to do that had I been back home in Nashville. But God is so faithful to just take you one step out of your comfort zone where you're like, well, I got to get on a plane one way or another either to go home or to keep going forward to Maui. I have my 11-year-old here. There's no way she's not going to let me go to Maui. My mom's here. Okay, I'm going to Maui. Okay, I got to get on the plane. So I'm getting in my head, like, ju- you know, psyching myself up. Like, they're probably exaggerating. It's probably not going to be that bad. They got to say that, you know, they, they always say there's going to be turbulence and it's not nearly as bad as you think it is and blah, blah, blah. It was bad. It was very bad. <laughs> it was very, very bad. We got on the plane and I have not ever been on a plane where for so long, so consistently, it was so turbulent. And I always take Dramamine when I get on a plane because I typically am, for two reasons. I typically get motion sick, even if I ride in the passenger side of a vehicle in the front. Sometimes I will even get sick, not throw up, but just feel queasy, even riding in the front of a car. So I never take my chances. I always take Dramamine when I fly. And let me tell you, I was jostled so much for so long that I was queasy. I actually like overcame my nausea, nausea medicine and felt queasy on the plane. I've, I did not throw up, praise Jesus. I actually don't throw up. It's like, a, I just never ever do it, hardly ever. But I have never actually felt queasy on a plane. So it was that bad where I felt queasy, but it was also so constantly, consistently bad that the Lord, bless his heart taught me how to pray without ceasing, at least for the two hours, (laughs) at least for the two hours. I don't know that I have ever in my life prayed that fervently, that focused for that long. And we're in January of this year that I have chosen prayer as my word. So again, I caution you, and yet I also challenge you to choose a word wisely, choose a word that God guides you in, because for sure, Holy Spirit gave me the word prayer, and here we are, and I am grateful to have learned to pray without ceasing. And I say that kind of jokingly, but not, because I for sure prayed without ceasing ceasing for those 2 hours as the Bible tells us to do. And something happened through my prayer that actually kind of broke a little part of my brain in half. I went from praying my prayer, my chant if you will of lord keep me safe, keep me calm, keep me safe, keep me calm, keep me safe, keep me calm, to Praying prayers of gratitude, and this is not really something that I typically do or or you know posture my heart in or or the words that I say, not on purpose, not on on um of course, when I start my prayers, thank you, Lord, for this day, thank you for this, you know, thank you for that like I will say prayers of gratitude, but as I'm on that plane, experiencing that fear and having to lean in to faith in God, which I've been trained very well how to do in twenty twenty two I started to pray, thank you Lord for getting me through. Thank you Lord for getting us all the way to the other side. Thank you Lord for keeping this plane in the air. Thank you Lord for bringing this turbulence to the end. Now, as I prayed those prayers, that had not yet happened. I'm thanking him for what he has already done in a way that brings confidence to my prayer that it will be done, right? And I had never really done that before and I didn't do it intentionally. It kind of happened as I was just praying so fervently for so long in just that state of trying to keep myself focused on the Lord, right? Turn your eyes to Jesus. Okay, so I'm, a, I'm feeling afraid. I'm feeling anxious. I'm feeling all the feels. I'm, I'm deliberately turning my face to Jesus and I'm intentionally praying. And in the midst of that, I f- there's a shift, a breaking off where I start to declare prayers of gratitude of the thing that I am hoping for that has not yet happened. I'm in the midst of the turbulence when I am praying. Thank you, Lord, that you have brought me to the other side of this turbulence. Thank you, Lord, that you have brought me all the way to Maui. I'm in the middle of the Pacific Ocean when I'm saying these prayers. And I don't know if it was during or after. At some point, I realized, oh my gosh, that's such an interesting phenomenon. I've never really recognized the difference and of course scripture tells us to do this right like bring all make all your requests known to the lord with prayer and petition with thanksgiving and he will whatever he does whatever the end of that prayer is um that's i'm quoting philippians i think 4 2 but i can't remember it exactly because i'm the worst but you get the idea with thanksgiving prayer and petition with thanksgiving And it never really occurred to me to not just thank God for the things he's already done, but how much it increases your faith when you pray for the thing in the moment that has not yet been done, but that, you know, like, you know, like, you know, that God is going to do. And actually, this was echoed in a, in a, um, uh, devotional that I read on January 4th of this year so before I actually got on the I'm flying on the plane as of January 10th but the devotional that I read on January 4th I'm actually going to read it to you today it's from streams in the desert 366 days of devotional readings um, it is the best devotional there is I'm convinced of it I've done it more than one time it's it's just such a blessing so get that devotional if you've never um, read it before, this is, like I said, not my first time. So even if you have gone through this devotional before, it is such a blessing, especially because we are just in a time of fatigue as a country, y'all, as families, like we have just been through it 2020, 2020, 2021, 2022, like it feels like we're just not out of the desert. And God brings streams to the desert, right? So I'm going to read this to you January 4th. Jesus replied, this is the script, scripture reference for the day. John four fifty is the scripture reference. Jesus replied, you may go, your son will live. The man took Jesus at his word and departed. And then it, it gives me another scripture reference of Mark 11, 24, what it's, which says, whatever you ask for in prayer, comma, believe. Whatever you ask for in prayer, believe. Okay, I'm going to read the devotional. When you are confronted with a matter that requires immediate prayer, pray until you believe God, until with wholehearted sincerity you can thank him for the answer. If you do not see the external answer immediately, do not pray for it in such a way that it is evident you are not definitely believing God for it. This type of prayer will be a hindrance instead of a help to you. And when you are finished praying, you will find that your faith has been weakened or has entirely gone. The urgency you felt to offer this kind of prayer is clearly from self and Satan. It may not be wrong to mention the matter to the Lord again if he is keeping you waiting for his answer, but be sure to do so in a way that shows your faith. Never pray in a way that diminishes your faith. You may tell him you are waiting, still believing, and therefore praising him for the answer. There is nothing that so fully solidifies faith as being so sure of the answer that you can thank God for it. Prayers that empty us of faith deny both God's promises from his word and the yes that he whispered to our hearts. Such prayers are only the expression of the unrest of our hearts, and unrest implies unbelief that our prayers will be answered. Now we who have believed enter that rest, Hebrew 4.3. The type of prayer that empties us of faith frequently arises from focusing our thoughts on the difficulty rather than on God's promise. Abraham, without weakening in his faith, faced the fact that his body was as good as dead. Yet he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God, but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God. That was Romans four nineteen through 20 as a reference. May we watch and pray so that we will not fall into the temptation of praying faith-diminishing prayers. Faith is not a sense, nor sight, nor reason, but simply taking God at his word. The beginning of anxiety is the end of faith, and the beginning of true faith is the end of anxiety. That's a quote from George Mueller. You will never learn faith in comfortable surroundings, Uh, 2022. God gives us his promises in a quiet hour, seals our covenants with great and gracious words, and then steps back, waiting to see how much we believe. He then allows the tempter to come, and the ensuing test seems to contradict all that he has spoken. This is when faith wins its crown. This is the time to look up through the storm, and, almost, and among the trembling, frightened sailors declare, I have faith in God that it will happen just as he told me. So I had read that on January 4th. What a blessing, isn't that? Isn't that such a blessing, that devotional? I could read it every day, my gosh. I read that on January 4th, highlighted a bunch of it thought about it a lot. What does that even mean to pray faith diminishing prayers? Like to think about that, that when you pray prayers again and again, and I have done that through 2022, I have prayed for healing and prayed for healing and prayed for healing. And each time, if I'm being honest with you, that I have to come back and pray for it again, I believe less that it's going to happen. That was my journey in prayer in 2022. I started to believe less that God's word, that by his stripes, I am, I was healed, was, past tense, by his stripes, I was healed, right? God's word promises us healing. Now, this is a controversial subject, and we can go round and round and talk about when and where that healing takes place, because I believe that all healing happens, but some of it is not on this time, this side of eternity. And honestly, that Although that's meant to be encouraging, sometimes it fills me with doubt. I'll be honest that I'm not going to see my healing on this side of eternity. I read about Paul asking God to remove the thorn from his side and God saying, no, I'm not going to remove it. And there's purpose in it. And Paul is grateful for it. And it teaches Paul. And I'm afraid when I read things like that, it causes me to doubt. So I know that there are prayers I can pray and ways that I can read God's word that diminish my faith. And I had not ever thought of that until I read that devotional and really started to think about that. And then in practice, just a couple days later, without intentionally doing it, the lessons I learned in 2022 about faith and the growth in faith that I experienced last year by picking that as my word and God using that word and using my trials to, to bring fruit. In the midst of my prayer, my new word for twenty twenty three i I see this break that happens unintentionally, where I start to declare, prophesy the promises that I believe. I know I'm not going to die in a plane because there's turbulence like I know that logically, but you experience fear which comes from your doubt the fear doesn't come first the doubt comes first which is the antithesis of the faith right so in my prayer i start to declare gratitude thanksgiving to the god who is control in control and sovereign over all things including my flight and i declare gratitude for the prayers i know he has already answered i will get to the other side i will be calm Thank you for ending this turbulence. It did end, right? And do you know what that did? It strengthened my faith and it calmed me down in the midst of my prayer. I was able to start to believe more and more instead of less and less. If I would have prayed, Lord, please stop this turbulence. Lord, please stop this turbulence. Lord, please stop this turbulence. And it didn't stop and it didn't stop and it didn't stop because it did not for two hours. That would diminish my faith. It would diminish my faith and it would increase my anxiety, increase my doubt, which would increase my fear. But instead, I started to declare thanksgiving in my prayer. I just wanted to share that with you guys because this is just so radical to me. And I'm so grateful for that lesson, even though I'm not grateful for that flight. I am grateful for Maui. That was fun. I'm grateful for the baptism, the fruit of following through and facing your fear. And even today, when I was teaching my kids, we were talking about um, crossing the Red Sea and Moses and and. You know, I'm like, when you hit an obstacle like that, what do you think? In the natural, you think, I'm done for. I'm cornered. Like, there's just no way, right? And you feel fear. And what is the answer? It says in the Bible, like, you're not going to, you can't go under it. You can't go over it. You got to go through the Red Sea. That's what God tells Moses to do. You're going to go through the thing you're afraid of, through the obstacle. So I knew that when I didn't get on the plane in July, and when I did get (laughs) on the plane Last week in Vegas, I have to go through it. I have to go through it. It's the only way. I wrote an article in the book, Success Through Failing, because I know this so well. Why, did I, why do I forget it, right? I used to be like an authority on this topic, <laughs> So the irony, right? So I wanted to share that with you guys because maybe that is profound to you like it was to me and maybe that encourages you and if you haven't chosen your word, choose it and don't be afraid of the lessons you're going to learn through the lens that you're going to put over your life for this year with that word because God is good and he is faithful and he will teach us and strengthen us and make us into the courageous warriors he needs us to be, goodness gracious, the church needs to be courageous and of warrior status because we have got to take on Satan as he is just running a muck right now, y'all. That's what I got for you today. I hope that blesses you. Hey, guys, thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate this podcast and tell all your friends. And of course, catch me over at gainingmyperspective.com. Father God, you are so good. You are so good. You never cease to amaze me in what you can show me just between you and me, not from a pastor, not from even your word, just when I am intentional to set my eyes on you and to focus on you and to grow in my prayer life with you, the things that you can show me just so quickly if I'm willing, if my heart is soft and postured in that. Lord, thank you that I have a new tool in my tool belt (laughs) <laughs> that I have a new piece of armor to use in the supernatural because goodness gracious that's where all of our battles are fought and won. We are just praying over this year, Lord, all of us in unison for your will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. We we're open to whatever that is, Lord. We just want to posture our hearts to be open to whatever it is, good, bad, indifferent, that you have. We're game for it. We're ready for it. Let us be your hands and feet. We ask this in your son's holy name. Amen.